advised, this is a no words, no conversation barred podcast. We discuss the most controversial topics, the hot, hot topics, politics of all variety, or whatever else swooshes in an episode. Listeners, be warned for this podcast is unfiltered, chalk full of human opinions and personal beliefs, our own personal experiences, thoughts, and ideas, raw and honest as possible. We're two humans that want the best for humanity. I am your co-host, Christian. And I am your, your ghost, Wesley. What's up, peoples? This is the L Podcast. Mm. All right, all right. Let's get ready to talk on cheers to the people through the internet. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm vibing today. I'm hyped today. So, that, no. yeah. All right, today's topic we're just gonna we it's a, it's a whopper it's a big one we're talking about uh suicide like yeah and it's basically kind of like an origin story like our our, our young Doofenshmirtz uh back in the old country yada 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 or yeah, it, might, it might be a little bit touchy and emotional but at the end of the day it's it's a realistic subject that some people do go through and it's just just other people have different thoughts and things like that so this is just a, a realistic subject that just is emotional and and touchy but it's a it's a real thing that affects a lot of a lot of human beings yeah 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 uh, yeah that's like and yeah ever like everyone knows about it it's a thing it's like you have the uh like what's the uh a, a, like fml like where it's like it's so like I feel like a lot of things are desensitized in the world, but it's one of the things where it's like everybody knows about it. It's a thing, but like I feel like some people don't talk about it. But I feel like nowadays more like um, mental health and, and like all the social things or like social like health reasons and things like that are talked about more than they have been more than ever, which is awesome. But still, it's like it's like more of like an individual conversation. I don't see like I haven't heard or seen a lot of people where it's like, like Oh yeah, suicide, and there's like oh, more like group conversations about it. It's more like something that someone tells you, or like you heard about someone talking about it, or you just oh yeah, what's her so kill herself, what's her so kill themselves, and then you're like wow, talk about it, or like, it's actually personally affects you and like kind of devastates you, and then hopefully uh, you bounce back from it. Yeah, for sure. I- I really feel that, and I feel like suicide and also like depression go like hand in hand with each other. Suicide for me is a is a, is a big subject. Me myself having thoughts of that in my mind beforehand at when a young at a younger time in a different place where things weren't going the way that it sh- sh- that I wanted it to, not that it should, that I wanted it to. And a lot of those things were from decisions of my own that I made and mistakes that I made. So I feel like it does go hand in hand. Sometimes people are, are feeling down on certain subjects that they might have caused themselves or there's certain things that are holding them back that aren't really their fault at all. So it kind of just depends. Like it's kind of a, a broad basis of how, how you feel that it can come out that you have these suicidal thoughts. And like, hmm, yeah, it's 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 heavy because like it like someone's always gonna feel a certain type of way about it, and they're like, there's a lot of people who are like hard on it, and then there's people who are like 
I I know in like Japan, it's the like I know in Japan like in or just like I don't want to say Japan, just one country, but like and I know like in like some of the Asian countries, it's like the like suicide in itself doesn't mean as much. And then I forgot where it was, but they were talking how like someone died on the train, and like it wasn't not like like if someone died on the train like near me, I'm like yo, you what? Mommy's dead, yo. But like it, over there, it's like oh yeah. Dude, suicide. Ah, I'm gonna be late, man. Five minutes. Come on, dude. Yeah, it's like they're like desensitized. They don't have yeah. as much like emotion towards it. Maybe does it have like they're more solemn over there. I feel like with their life, they're not as emotional mm-hmm. as others. Not in a sense. It just depends on by on how on how people feel. Not everybody from those countries feel that way, obviously. And the the way they look at it is different. Yeah. It's not, like, it, to us, you're killing yourself. You're ending your life. Yeah. And then, like, some people say you're taking your own life. Whereas, like, over there, it's, like, the the definition is not not like ours. It's, yeah. not, it's not the same. But at the end of the day, like, the result is the same. And, and, like, if you kill yourself, you kill yourself. To transition back to, like, what we're talking about, just, like, the entire suicide as a whole, not from any particular region. Um. Yeah, I, like... I don't know where, like, I want to just start with, like, poking, like, one of my things about, like, my, one of my negatives about suicide is part of me, like, sees, and we're going to go, we're going to bounce back and forth with no particular order and just kind of let it be, like, let, let it flow, baby, let it flow. Like, hmm, words, speaking words. I would say, like, for a, like, for a good while, like, part of me always thought that suicide was like like you couldn't stay in the game and this is like old 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 me or like not old me but just old thoughts i used to have was like like suicide is you're taking yourself out of the game why would you ever want to take yourself out of the game why would you not want to finish the game why would you not want to play the game like there's so much benefits in playing the game you can actually you can go for a championship you can go for the reward which is life itself why would you ever want to take out take your own life and i never understood for a while like when i was thinking these thoughts even as i was thinking the thought like my own dark depression and suicide suicidal thoughts it was like it was like Part of it was like, oh, there's weakness. In, there's so much weakness in that. You're not. You're not strong enough. You're not. You don't have enough courage to, to um, survive and hold your, hold yourself in the game. Or it's like, like I said, like you're taking yourself out of the game. You're not allowing yourself to go further. Like it's zero. Like you were going. You were projecting yourself forward. Even as much backs as you got. Even even in negative three, you can still go forward. You can still add up. But once you commit suicide, it's game over. Yeah, and this is not a, uh, yeah. I see it. That's what I, uh, that's, a, that's one of the things I just wanted to say. As, the, like, one of my old thoughts of how I used to think about it, or, like, me personally, how I was like, yeah. just to suicide. De- just to be devil advocate, though, a lot of people go through a lot of pain, and I think the reason people commit suicide is just because of what they're going through. It's it's not worth it anymore. Their, their life what they're feeling at the moment isn't worth isn't worth the fight of striving and that's just like a big thing about it at the end of the day that I think about with my struggles in the past of how like what what really brought me back to sanity was thinking about how me taking my life would affect others how would it affect my mother 
my significant other, my father, like my family, H how would it affect those other people for, for them to have to deal with that situation after the fact, after I dealt with my, my, uh, selfish interests and, and commit and submitted to those selfish thoughts and took away myself from my family, how would they feel about it? It would be a devastating factor. It would be, it, it's just a double negative. So you were thinking and that that you, double negative so you, doesn't make a positive. So were you you at the time were you thinking that you were like indebted to somebody or something? Not indebted, but I like I, I just didn't think not like I didn't I I didn't owe it to anybody, but also it wasn't worth it. It's not you. That's not something that you should have to go through in everyday life. At the end of the day, there there's light at the end of the tunnel. It's gonna get better. Like it'll be like and and you have to fight through these evil thoughts that you have in your head and and fight. For a more positive out uh, aspect of life, and done just the way you look at it, and having those thoughts that I had in the past really, really brought me to a greater light and made me see a lot of things, and I appreciate a lot, a, a, a lot more now. And it's just a, a very different thing. Like suicide is just a crazy subject that a lot of people think about. Here, there's a couple statistics that I wanted to share. And like, like, just to de like ask again, like, well, like, not you now, because we're not, like, we'll go into like our actual origin stories or our our actual past, like histories, in in like in a little bit. But I want to talk about just like you at the specific time of yeah, like your dark depression, like, or like your suicidal thoughts. Like, what were your thoughts? Like, besides what you said, or besides what you already said. Like, like my, what what were you thinking? Like what were the negative like what not what were the reasons, but what were your like what were the thoughts that were going on in your head at the time? Like you weren't good enough or I, like I'm that, I just or the weight. The weight, the weight of, it was I, I was tired. I was just tired of the way things were going, the way think the way stuff was working out for me and my family and just the everything just little by little all the dominoes falling, just hitting me piece by piece throughout throughout the, that that specific year it was just really tearing me apart on the inside like especially mentally that's what it really was I was just mentally drained for sure like I just couldn't I just felt like I couldn't take it anymore I was like going not crazy but I, I kind of felt like I was going crazy a little bit I just I just wasn't myself and all these things that made me either angry or sad or, or made me very emotional that were going on it just felt like and all of it was happening at a very quick pace too it was all happening back back to back so that also probably added up to it as well and just just being emotionally and mentally drained i was just tired of of life pretty much like i just so what, what were your thoughts at the time of like of the weight where you're like 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 day to day where you're like man it's another day where i like yeah, i, I gotta do this 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 that and that that's why i said that like it has definitely taught me a lot because I, I i wasn't the way i am now the way i how i look it changed out you? every for hundred percent for sure. The way like every I like any emotion emotional thing or any devastation that happens in your life is really adversity. Gonna, I adversity, say adversity exactly is really gonna change you in your life. And just I just didn't have the same as like outlook back then. Like back then I didn't I wasn't as positive. Like everything was everybody else's fault. Stuff sucks because. Of that, that happened because of somebody else. It was, I was always playing the blame game. And I never, ever, ever blamed myself. And that's one thing that that experience really taught me is that I, I like what, like I real what first happened was I was, I was just, I didn't want to do it because of my family and things like that. And with that, 
thought on my mind. Like it gave me the courage and strength to fight through it for my families, which which led for me to fight for myself. And at the end of the day, it all, it all recovered at the end of the day for for just having the the positivity after that and trying to be positive and just look forward to life and take things day by day. So like, say more about like I was still want to know about like the thoughts you were thinking at the time, like. That's your third time saying this. What do yeah, because I, I see <laughs> like, when I say stuff, I will say the exact same words, but I always mean, I normally like if you meet me ever, like I, I mean something different. So when I'm saying something, I can say it like five times, but I mean it like completely different, different yeah. sides of the statue. What do you mean by it this time? Like, hmm, let me let me let me do some some of that thinking. Yeah, let me. I just want to share a couple <laughs> statistics about suicide. Suicide. This is statistics from the 2019 uh, 2019 CDC. Uh, control statistics fatal injury report for 2019 retrieved February 9th 2021 so suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in the United States in 2019 47,511 Americans died by suicide and in 2019 there was an estimated 1.38 million suicide attempts so with those numbers that's what I meant earlier about it being very broad, like a lot of people actually go through this. People actually do commit suicide. Like almost fifty thousand people uh, did that in twenty nineteen, and very sad to he to hear those numbers and things like that. And that's why I want to get this out there that not it's not just you if you're listening to this right now. It's not just you that's going through it. There is light at the end of the tunnel. Like there is hope. There like you. There's always always something positive to look forward to. Don't do it. I promise it. It'll be better. And for, for sure. For me, um, I'm I'm still going in like I'm still talking like semi near present day. Where yeah. I'm not I'm not going back into things yet. But like uh, I think it's a guy. Uh, I don't know his name, but he he directed Shazam and he directed Annabelle. And that was like not too long ago, about a month or so. I was watching a video of him uh, saying maybe two months ago. It doesn't matter. Of him saying that like he was saying. In, in one of his videos, actually, like, in channel, go check his channel out. But he was saying, like, if he would have killed himself at that time, he wouldn't have, like, been able to, like, marry his, like, heart, um, child heart street child heart sweet, child heart's childhood sweetheart, which was his wife. He wouldn't have been able to, like, um, direct all the movies he did. Like, he it's wouldn't have. David F. Sandberg. Yeah, David F. Sandberg. Check out his channel. He's pretty good. And, like, he wouldn't have been able to do everything that he's done. And it would have been, essentially, like I was saying, too, like, it would have been game over. He wouldn't have been able to, like, get to the point where he has. And he's so happy that he, like, that he's there now. And there's so much, like, the way the way he said it, you have to watch his video. But he there's so much, like, you treading the rocks, you treading the water to get to that point. And that's just a part of life. And you have to, you, you want to, and you should go, and you, like, you should get to that point. Because, like, you were never going to be able to see that point until you get there kind of thing. And that, that, that joint, I, I was like, mm, yo, bro, I feel you. Like, it, and that's something that really, like, that hit. And I, I understood, like, a lot of what he was, like, what he was saying. And it just made a lot of sense. And it really, it, I think it's really, like, it's, it's simple, but it's really powerful. And that, one, yeah, like, in progressing forward or getting through that suicide and all those thoughts but like what were you saying earlier what i like we still want to know is like what like what the exact thoughts you were thinking like day to day 
when you like what what were like what were some of the thoughts that you were thinking like specifically like what were you what were you, it's like you come in you're doing you're doing what you do and you get home and like like when it's hitting when the depression hitting like when the like cuz you know how life is up and down when that down is like like yeah. hitting you with the chocolate was, on the head you know what I'm saying was, you know what I'm saying? It was just always, it was just always a down thing. Like it was. But uh, what were what were the thoughts? Because I, I I say some of was, my thoughts that's too. That's what I'm saying. I was like angry. I was like sad. It was like every I was like emotionally drained. I was just tired. To going through day by day, I was just tired, sick of life. I didn't care. Like I didn't want to go to work. I didn't want to like. What were you telling yourself though? Like what, what what were the words that Christian was saying to Christian head? I don't, I can't you don't really remember? recollect at the time, because like I said, I really think this whole, like, because like I said, suicide really, 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 this, like, suicidal subject really af- affected me in my life, and it changed me a lot. I don't really remember, I I really think it was, I was kind of like, a di- not a different person, but it really, like, changed my whole aspect of it. I don't, I can't, I remember the experience of it, but like, the thoughts and things like that, what I was thinking, I don't really remember. I know, I remember certain days and things like that where things happened, but not exactly what my thoughts were i can't oh, recollect okay. all right, all right. that well uh, or I, what i was thinking all right. uh, that's what i wanted to know and i like i i do actually remember like it's actually what you said too. Uh, i think it's i'm I'm, gonna, I'm really going back and forth so like if y'all get confused this is how whistly be all right uh was, uh ah oh, man i forgot about it i forgot what i was gonna say but it's all right, for, well, suicide and stuff too there's also euthanasia and if you don't know what that is that's like like a a medical suicide kind of like you're allowed to do it in certain situations and that's also like a different route of suicide kind of that people have taken if they're a lot of people do it because they have like a a disease a very sick uh, a terminal illness that is really gonna take a toll on them. So at any point, I remember seeing one story a couple years back that this lady had a brain cancer, and she lived in Portland, I believe, in Portland, Oregon. And she, the doctor, like she got prescribed these like pills for to at any point that she could take, and it would pretty much just kill her. She would just die in her sleep whenever she wanted at her choice, instead of like the brain cancer taking over and just killing her and it being super painful so that's like another like a thing to like a euthanasia is the thing that people always talk about like a debate if it should be allowed or not with suicide if that should legally be allowed if people should have the option to, yeah. to actually do that and then there's like the, there's a do not resuscitate thing um there's uh like, yeah, assisted like pulling, suicide. pulling the plug type of thing yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like or, well own. like there's like do not resuscitate and then there's like the assisted suicide which is like for uh from a lot of like the older, older, folk, older folk yeah, yeah. which is like probably a, we can have a different maybe a different yeah, that's episode. like a different stuff but i just yeah. always that just popped in my head when i thought about suicide just thinking about euthanasia like i seen it one time i seen a little bit off like it's suicide but it's kind of like speak, a, a little speak. crazy stuff but like no, it's just, I just saw a news article. It was like they, some place was trying to build a roller coaster that when you were on the roller coaster, it would take you over a certain G-force and then you would like die on the roller coaster and that would be how you died on a roller coaster. What? <laughs> like you would just like go on a roller coaster and like midway you would just like, it would right. be so strong that you would just die and you'll come back. See, like, that's probably, like, like uh, another bunny trail is, like, I don't like horror movies, and, like, I think, like, a lot of horror movies is, like, based off of fear. It's, like, yeah. I'm scared, so I want a safe place so I can be scared. 
because fear is not the greatest place to always base yourself from. Fear, you it's make, not good. You'll, you'll, you should not. You should. Yeah, you'll be, you'll make a lot of like <laughs> bad decisions like that. You won't know. You're not thinking straight. You're not. That's a lot of things. Even when you're in like a lot of emotions that you feel will make you make decisions that you don't want to make. So that's why at the time you should be. That's what I started. A skill that I learned after these suicidal things that were these suicidal thoughts that I was having was just being neutral on a lot of subjects and controlling my emotions and making sure what I felt at the time was correct instead of at the time just be right when something happened to me being down it's bad being angry being sad bars but <laughs> but I was just I was just down and out every time something bad would happen I would I was pretty much a quitter I would give up like how is it hitting though how is like what what, what was the impact it was just, like I said earlier. It was just sad. Like it really, really. Yeah, did. but like, I, I, like again, like, I didn't want to do. I want to know how. I, like, I didn't want to go to work. How did it hit you though? Like, like, um, like on an emotional level. You know, I was sad, and it probably took a toll. I guarantee at the time, I, it probably took a toll on my relationship. My significant other probably felt my probably felt my sadness through me as well. What about your friends? And. I, I hid it from my friends. I'm not, a lot of my friends probably didn't know at the time. A lot of I, I, that's one thing that that I that actually that's a good like I didn't really tell a lot of people what I was going through. I didn't know, the only person that really knew was my significant other, and they really they would really really help me through it. And they're a reason that I persevered for sure. For the record, it, like I I I barely knew you. <laughs> like I yeah know. yeah. So like even my, and I know of, things. <laughs> even some of my closest friends didn't know at all what, what I was going through because I would hide it so well because I was I was scared. I didn't want to tell them. I I felt crazy. I didn't want people to know. What 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 I was, what Christian was like, who what what he was thinking, and I like it was just a time in my life where it was just, I was, it was like a, a time, like I was very hidden and self and self con- controlled. I didn't tell anybody about contained. the emotions. Yeah, self contained. I didn't really tell anybody about my emotions at all, and that's probably a big thing that affected me as well. I shouldn't have been doing things like that and hiding my emotions and bottling them up like that, and then one day exploding and having these thoughts that. I don't want to be here no more. So like it's it's good to get things off your chest and have somebody that you can float your feelings towards and let them know how you feel and things like that. And and the thing is too that some people don't have those resources and have those options or routes to go and do those things and have family members to talk to. Some people are are in unfortunate situations where they don't really have somebody to look to look for. And that's what I know there's you like need, I, it's I, imperative. Huh? It's imperative to have that. Yeah, for sure. Like, like and, and like you need that so like there's other like programs and things like that that you can put yourself out there for and at, at the end of the day that's what it kind of is all about if you want the help you're gonna have to and you don't have any outlet like i was hiding it so i didn't really have any help or anything like that so i had to go get it myself and fix it myself kind of and and, and a big thing also did help me on that that's a, a bigger story for a different day but <laughs> like, oh yeah yeah like yeah, that, yeah. Like, but like that also that big thing also helped me which we can probably get into later because that probably contains the yeah, suicide yeah yeah, was, yeah 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 and like yeah uh, uh, you you said a lot of good good and i guess it's time uh, like i would say like a lot of my thoughts are just like part of my story like when i was dealing like with suicide, it was more like well, like you know how you said you said it was like more emotional. Yes. Like and it was uh like like um the weight. And then turn yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. For me, like it was both. It was the mental weight and the physical weight, 
probably no it was like three it was like the emotional weight this like the the like the mental weight the emotional weight and then the physical weight because at the time i had like injured my back really bad and even now i still dealing with like i still have a, like a bad back although it's improved quite a deal with um uh modern medicine and just going to chiropractor and massage therapist and taking care of my body um it's improved now but like for a while it was really really bad like on the i guess on the scale at the chiropractor it's like is it a, a one or a ten and for me a lot of times it, it would like bounce between like a seven and a nine and it, like and at times it, it would get worse and then it, it would be worse and then it would be not as bad but it was always always like above a five and to all my friends i looked like a regular person looked like a regular dude and the, for me, uh, one of the things is like I was an athlete and like um, I love to play sports. Sports was like one of the biggest things, of, part of my life uh, after like God, sports, you know, and you're just like li enjoying my time with the ones I love and be having like when it first happened, it was kind of like, oh, Whistley was a machine. Whistley's like, and I'm like very energetic. I'm strong. I'm like very like um, outgoing, as you can tell boom uh but at the time it hit and it's, i remember um at this wrestling show i was at because i was a pro wrestler for a time um and i retired because of my back and again because god told me it was time to move on but i remember at this wrestling event there's uh this uh there's this person in a wheelchair and i remember we were having me me and somebody else was having a conversation and then the person um uh, who's actually a pretty awesome person was rolling up and we were talking about, I was talking about how like feeling like just like being injured, how, how, how bad it was. And then the person rolled up and now we just like stopped talking because it was like, this person has been dealing with the entire life and they're strong enough to carry on. And then I was out here talking about this thingy, but f like, all right, all right, that was the story. But for me now, like, or me then it was just so tough because I had this actual pain in my back that was killing me. And first it was like, oh, I'm this hot, young Haitian American machine. I'm rolling. I'm doing everything I want to do creatively. I'm doing everything I want to do creatively. I'm doing sports. I love sports. I'm having a fun. I'm having fun. But like slowly, it's like, oh wait, wait, this machine is broken. This machine is broken. Nobody else sees the machine is broken. And for me, I was still having interaction with my friends. And I'm telling, like, no, n not my friends, not my family, not anyone I know could truly understand the pain that I was dealing with. So that was one of the, the physical things where like, I am hurting and you cannot tell because I look perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with me. Like, I can move, I can hop around, but I am very much in pain. And I remember playing. So but like, with, were you hiding it from them? Or like, did you want people to like say something to you? Did it, you want people to notice what was going on? Like, did... It was like a slow progression of me like, hey, this is starting to hurt. Well, when it first hit, it was bad. And then I complained about it. And then like, were you like it, put it off kind of no 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 i just like i push past it you know how it's like the tough culture you got to be harder than nails you got like in me personally i was like bro nuts and bolts yeah no nuts and bolts without <laughs> milk bro that's the only way it's not the way but yeah and i was doing that so i was like powering through it but i it, i actually made it worse because like playing playing volleyball and basketball and wrestling i made it worse on top of i injured it like the it's like the action happened during like when I was doing construction and I left construction part of partly because of that reason where I couldn't work anymore like I couldn't work because it was still too, too I couldn't lift anything above 15 pounds 
And I've been, I've been, uh, that's me going to the gym and working out. I couldn't lift anything beyond 50 pounds. This literally is like the lowest left side of my back. And it was like, I don't know how to describe the pain. It was just like, like on a scale of one to 10, it, like of like 10 being un, unbearable, like, like the worst of the worst. It, I would say it was probably, for me, it was seven because it, it turns out it was nerve pain. So it was like the part of my, like part of my, like back spine was pinching my nerves. Yeah. So literally I was angry. I was frustrated. And then not only that, there was more like the weight of just the world around me and like me what i like putting like myself first uh, putting putting myself above others and i was like this is a time where i was like very very selfless i don't want like this is not like an ego thing this i was actually very very selfless and i was um allocating a lot uh, tons of time towards uh youth youth ministry and just like going out of my way to help people at like what some would say a ridiculous level and my my um uh, one of my family members was saying, uh, "Hey, it's like, hey, you, uh, man, w you're too nice. You're too nice, Wesley." And I always thought that was because me, the way, like, again, it's it's very multi-layered, and I'm trying to make this shorter. Sure. But like, I kind of have a coat. I'm saying suicide is like a deep. It's a deep topic. Like for me too, it's very yeah. So many layers to it. Like yeah, it's, it's a long thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I try to make it shorter. This that's why I'm Christian here, so I don't ramble on my Duper Switch sixty hour, sixty minute origin story. But yeah, it was so it was emotional, it was physical, and it was just like a lot of stress because like it, a, a lot of like is see when it comes to me it's like I'm gonna try and make it quicker because it's just a lot of things. But like especially I am a diehard Christian. I've been a radical Christian over my entire life. So like the entire time it's been a journey with me and my faith with God and always surrendering, always giving myself to God and learning that process. Whether you believe or not, all is just like this is my journey and this is my life like submitting myself to God and learning just growing in my relationship with God and me continuing to to push forward and continue to chisel myself and to shed and having all these conversations with people and like oh man I need a change oh I need to be better always now that's whiskey jacket uh, that's been whiskey jacket for so long I need to be better even when I was at the best even even when I was better than so many other people I, I don't and I don't mean like oh I'm better than you we're like like I was doing more or like I just had more heart than you not I'm better than you that's just the way it was like no matter what it's like pounds and pounds and pounds like I have to be better and that's part of like my I, I used to say it's a code it's gone now but that was my code I like God is number one I do whatever it takes and then just come teach the youth how to fish which is my calling now but like I had to be the best when I was playing sports I wanted to continue to improve myself I'm like learn as much as you can as fast as you can keep pushing yourself keep pushing yourself and then yeah I like like spend all your time helping like doing children ministry which I love which I love so much but I love now but doing so much with youth ministry um do whatever it takes to help support my family I needed to do that that that's it whether I wanted to or not that I I had to and for me that in my my journey with the like it's so much weight of me, me putting my, me overworking myself, me pushing, me not stopping. I have to continue to do this. I have to continue doing that. Not only that, the pain in my back, which is killing me, and then just the psychological pain of like me feeling, feeling all of this, and also like the people I love most in the world not understanding me, Whistly, not understanding Whistly at all. Because I like, especially when we're playing sports, it would like it would just some that stuff, that type of stuff would gut me really bad because it's like. Oh man, I, I like I, Whiskey used to be able to move so well, but now Whiskey's complaining so much. Whiskey's always complaining. Well, Whiskey couldn't show up today. Oh, Whiskey just disappeared for six months. Where was Whiskey? What well, like that? Like that? And people and them saying things. And I'm telling you, 
I don't know what's wrong with my body. I'm hurting. I'm in a lot of pain. And the person, one of the, so, so, not all, like, and this is a lot of people, a lot of my friends, like, they don't understand. And a lot of it, it wasn't necessarily their fault, but still it hurt that I, I'm, I'm hurting. I can't be who I was. I'm a broken machine now. And you want me to operate fully. Like, you, you want me to, like, rev my engine and just drive away, and I can't do that anymore. I'm sputtering, and parts are falling off. Yeah. Heavy stuff, guys. Heavy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but with that, like, when they were asking you to do these things, like, couldn't you just explain yourself to them? And if they couldn't really understand you, are, at the end of the day, are they your friends? Like, but it, and that's why that's why in my life now I have I have a very small list of people that are my people, and that's it. I don't so much agree with that because it's good to have a broad basis and learn from like different humans. And that, but that, that uh, that's why you, yeah, that's why you did the yeah. youth ministry and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but even yeah, you know how my life goes through sad is yeah. because I it just because like I was interacting with so many people, yeah. I was receiving so much good information and excess, expressing so much information. At one point, I was in part of three different youth ministries and I was playing sports hardcore. You know. <laughs> Like, yeah. and not only that, I was working up, like, well, I was working on a few projects and it was just, it was tough. Cause like, and then especially like once you graduate, bro, oh my, this like, cause I graduated, I have an associate's degree in residential remodeling. Right. So like, this is actually another, this is a lot, but we're, we're going to like, if you're in, you're in there. All right, homie. All right, man. Okay. So when I went to trade school, I hated it. And I only went to one of the main reasons I, I, and um, I, I was like, God. For the record, I went to the same trade, trade school, school. <laughs> but I dropped out after one year. That's okay. <laughs> Your life, it, it all worked out though, right? Yeah, for exactly, sure. Exactly, as it should. Um, but so, yeah, for me, especially graduating, and I, I talked to someone like this too with the, with the same topic. It's like once you graduate, once you graduate high school, it's like a whole different field. It's like, yo, what's going on now? Like, who do you have? Like, everything changes. Yeah, the gra- after I graduated high school was the start of my depression for sure. That was the start of real life for me. And that's what rocked. That was the first rock in my sock. Like, that's what mess. Like, that's what threw me off the course the most was graduating high school and going to college and expecting these things and things like that. And me, myself, not preparing myself and not taking things seriously at the time. And that's what really. What do you think though? What, what what like out of coming out of college? What what did you think? Coming out of high school. Oh, that's what we're, thought, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about high school. Yeah, yeah. For coming now. out of high school, I just thought like I had like a pick. I kind of when I picked when I did end up picking my major to the trade school that I was going to. I just felt like it was a rush pick. It was like a thing, and I didn't really think about what I wanted to do at the end of the day. It was just like a thing that I that I chose. Cause I like I did like engineering in high school, so I chose architecture, which kind of has to do with engineering. But it just really wasn't my thing. Like when I did, also when I did go to college, I also worked pretty much full time, like thirty, forty hours a week, being a delivery guy and stuff like that. And then it was just, it was just, just it was just rough, like going to college and balancing a job in college and doing schoolwork and going back to school and be and being there till three four in the morning trying to finish projects and papers and stuff and whatnot and that's why it was hard for me with school and stuff like that and like like once you graduate high school like let's just let's just talk about like work like work in itself 
you had this free time where you can gallivant with your friends and mess around and enjoy life with no responsibility. It's a responsibility, but also, like, you have to work, like, the average person, yeah, 40 hours a week. Yeah, that's the thing. I've been working. You have 40 hours a week is gone. Yeah. Gone. That's what I'm of saying. Your I've life. been working since I was, like, 16, uh, since I was 16, so it was always about, like, I've, I, that's one thing I actually, like, did, like became good at kind of early is balancing my work life and personal life and things like that and giving time to things that I want to do and things that deserve my like things that want my time like hanging out with my significant other my family things like that you made time for the people you Playing love and the things that matter yeah. exactly things, I, that, I, things I, that matter exactly. I merge everything together and that's what like I learned that early since having a job since I was like 16 years old so I was I was always working a lot of things like that. So, like, in high school, I also had a job, too. So, when I graduated, I just had the same job I did when I was in college as well. I just could work more hours now because I wasn't on a strict schedule, like, as strict of a schedule I was in, like, high school as I was in college. So, it was just a, a different time. It was just a lot of, that's that that's why I was, like, mentally stressed. It was, like, a lot of things going on and a lot of balancing to do at the time. And that's also what led to these suicidal thoughts was me balancing college life and working and well, like, home life and just so everything like, well, well, like, like you don't have to get in specific but like it was like 40 hours at work like you were yeah. working 40 hours and then right after you got at work what, what were you doing and how, how did work feel like right at so most sometimes right after work i would go right back to school and just finish work that i had to do and then go home and i wouldn't be home till like two in the morning mm -hmm. and stuff like that and that was almost like every how is it work every, you don't have to just say what it is but like how was it work like how like what what do you feel when you were working was I was like, some, I always, that's one thing that I didn't really, like, I was, especially that now I know how, how important sleep is, like, I get seven, eight, nine hours of sleep, I try, like, uh, at, uh, at all times, like, I go to bed way earlier now than I did back then, but that's what I did, I, sometimes I didn't sleep, I slept two, three hours, if that, so, like, I, I had a bigger day, I felt like, like I was, I was, like, either working in college or working at work for either 16 to 20 hours all the time like that's what it was like the like I, and I, I always felt like a positive thing like I've always always just pushing myself to do these things because I had to get done that's one thing that my, my parents taught me very well is like to be a hard worker like I have a good work we, at yeah, work. We, we both but, have a good yeah, we have, I have a really good work ethic I know I just don't care like I go to work like I know you got to make money to pay the bills like it's just how it works it has to be done so that's why I never really cared about going to work. It was, it was like never that. an option of, and like, for, especially for me and you, especially coming, like, the way we were raised, it was never an option for me. It was like, don't work. Like, I, like, I, I know people who were like that. Yeah. But, like, my, we've always had, like, strong. Yeah, like, I, like ha I had the work. If not, I wasn't going to have a car or have things like that. Exactly. Like, I had to do that. If not, I wasn't going to have anything. So I either had to go. And shout out to my parents. Like, they. They did the best they could for me and things like that, and provided everything everything that they could. But like I know other other parents can can provide their kids a car and this and that, and and kids can relax while they go to college. Some some, some kids, some not kids, everybody. Not, yeah, not every yeah. That's what I was saying. I wasn't. I didn't mean everybody, but some some people have the capabilities of of providing their kids a, a like a good leeway to all to just focus on college and i just didn't have that which is perfectly fine like think life is but life. wouldn't you say now in retrospect that it was better for you that you gained more for sure everything like, it, it, yeah that's why i feel like also like at a young age now like i'm i'm a manager at a place and things like that so it's i feel like i'm just older than what i because i learned very young like i was working wisdom, since a I was lot of young. yeah yeah since i was young like i had to learn a lot a lot of work even working with my dad with his company since i was like 14 too that wasn't a real job but 
I still worked with him. Well, wasn't that job like physical, doing physical, granite, yeah, physical, physical manual granite, labor? Doing backyards, things like and that. And how does, like, because I did construction too, like, yeah. the, the physical manual labor, like, it kills you. Yeah, like, for sure. I, like it's, it's tough on your body. And so in the moment, it doesn't necessarily feel that bad. But once you get home and over time, it starts to wear on your body and you're tired. Like, you're physically, I remember it's, like, uh, it was a Friday night. I, I was leaving this construction job. And I was, like, I was super hyped. Like, in my head, I was, like, I was hyped. But my body was, like, I, like dragging a little bit, you know? Like, that's how, that's, that's just how, like, a lot of jobs, and a lot of people have to go through that that have physical jobs that they, at the end of the day, they don't have the energy to do anything else. They just get home, and that also leads to different things. Like, I know there was a statistic I read a couple years ago that males after the age, like, 50, 55 commit, like, it's women, well, I know males commit suicide at a higher rate past the age of 50 than, than females do. And it's just, it, I like, a lot of that comes from not be just, go, like, some men working a physical job coming home and not, like, really caring about anything else. It, and I, I would chalk that up to, like, the way society is and yeah. the way you're raised. Yes, exactly. Like, just, like, having that mold of being, like, this man that has to provide this and that. You got it. You, that, and that, that, like, for me, that, that a lot. That's yeah, what, that's what you, you got to strap, bro. Yeah. You There is no, a, a, in my internal clock, it's, like, we, we both have that really hard, like, distinct blue collar edge in us yeah. where it's like you get it done like you yeah. i'm just here to do my job I'm here so i won't get fined <laughs> nah, but yeah it's just like that's what i'm talking about like suicide can range from all ages you don't have to be like i was going through my struggles i was age like 19 20 coming out of high school didn't know what i was doing with my life a lot of things were going on and that's what really set me off the path but i'm, I'm glad i got back on but also and it could be any age males females like it doesn't matter past certain ages like anybody can small have, little kids yeah exactly yeah anybody yeah especially with like the internet and social media mm -hmm. like people getting bullied and things like that a lot mm -hmm. of kids have committed suicide that yeah way because well. it's it's like it, we talk like we, uh, me and you personally last time one, one, one at one of the many times i'm at your place where i was dealing with a lot of insecurity and i i finally understood like the weight of shame the weight of fear and even those like red, random regular people even the one day like because i uh, like Recently, like I was like like nervous about like will they judge me? Will they judge me? What what do they think about? And it literally does not matter. I will never see these cats ever in my entire life. Yeah. But at the moment, I make it so bad in my head that like it's almost like just overthinking. Yeah, and that's why I always say your mind has a lot more to do with stuff than you think. Your mind, like your mind, is the controller of a lot. Like what you said, like your head, like you created this thing that people were just like thinking about you and judging you and just these like these pre that don't even really exist you don't know they could people could be doing these things to affect you but also you don't know so why care about what people have to, that's all like i really never cared about what people had to say about me because people always had a lot to say about me and for, like another thing is too it's like at the time like it was like the pain was making amplifying it but even then it's like it's kind of, it's again we're, we might talk about this in another it's like social norms like all what's acceptable all these social norms like like it's so much like it's like it feels like like treason dishonor like it feels like the hardest things like they're judging me that's that i that like i've been trained so what society tells me is that is like that's a fallacy that is very bad so i'm doing something that's very bad i feel a scene on myself i feel pitiful i feel like garbage that type of feeling like and just feeling that in, in an instant or feeling that in certain atmospheres, it's just, it's hard. It's so hard because like you said, like 
if like one of the things about, in the biblically one of the things about hell is there you're by yourself you're away from god and god is love so and god is the ultimate god is love god is the ultimate provider so you're literally by yourself and like that's how it feels when like with shame it's like i'm by myself i'm alone and it's amplified because who am i who am i there to relate to who can be like i bro i feel that that's tough like who where is my christian where is my christian so i can where, where he can like like educate me and be like yo don't be a stupid whistly like get your get your ish together you got you nobody no like these these people don't matter. You're no, living your life. All you're happy. Matter. What do you have? Like, what do you got? Where are you going for? It? You got like, you. Create your own happiness. Exactly. A lot of people look at others to look to to look upon to give them like a, a gratification or like a sat like to satisfy them, like to give them some feedback to create their happiness. But you yourself can, if you know what you like and things like that, and your morals and things like that, you can create your own universe with your own happiness like that, and not caring about what others have to say. And as long as, like we said before in past, as long as you're not hurting other human beings and things like that, like you should be able to really do whatever you want. Just well, don't hurt. Like what's the thing you said with the um your tooth about the pain? What do you mean? How like you, you like your pain is different, like because you're in pain, you're you're you're, you're it's affecting you differently. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I remember, like in the past, I've had toothaches and things like that. That where I've I've noticed. I will, like, the pain that I'm feeling, like, it just becomes, like, a su such a subconscious thing that, because I was stupid and never took care of my toothache, not going to the dentist and whatnot, being dumb, but also, like, with that, like, just, like, the subconscious thing of, of that, having that little tiny pain all the time, or sometimes big pain all the time that's constantly there, it becomes, like, a subconscious thing in your head that you're in pain, so when, the, the way you feel and your outlook on life is gonna be bad, it's gonna be... It's gonna hurt. Like it, the, the people, you're just gonna fight. You're gonna lash back and not be at a right mental space with all the pain that you're going through. So like with, with Whistley, his back was hurting all the time. So like his outlook on life was was down in the depths and things like that because of this pain that he was having that really affect, affected his physical and mental state. So that yeah, pain is a is a really 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 big factor. And I would say like there's like a lot of emotional too yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all that. That's what I'm saying. Like once yeah. you're mental, once it like physically meant, like it all just comes down. All the dominoes come down at once. Like mm -hmm. it all, all, it all entangles together. Especially when you're depressed, then you have these suicidal thoughts. A lot of things start entangling together, and you put it together, and that's what builds up and makes you have these thoughts. Because it's like you had three different, but like you have one problem, and it all becomes this one giant pressure tidal wave. Pressure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I would, like I would say like the like, pressure. It's like it's like uh, invisible pressure and force, or like it, or or like internal pressure or force that only it seems that it's only you and i remember talking to one of my uh another friend and um i'm like i it, me having gone through like the suicide and the adversity and the deep thoughts it it's not just i remember texting him that i'm like don't do not do this i just i just did this do not do this it's you cannot be you cannot say it's just you it's just you it's just you it's just you i'm alone in the world and it it's so easy. It is so easy. The time I I there's times where like I hated it and I didn't want to do it and I wanted to be out it. But I'm like yes yes I can be in this much pain. I can be in so much pain that I want to kill myself. I can be in so much pain that I don't have to go forward. Because I me like I I'm very ambitious and I have a lot of goals. I don't like yes I want to be there. I'm gonna do whatever it takes. I'm gonna do the work. I have to do the work. But this is my option. This is my option. Whistly, just kill yourself. Just end it all and you're good. 
And these were like some of it, like, like if I kill myself, I don't have to do anything. It's easy. It's so comfortable. And it, it, it's so reassuring. It's like very welcoming and it's dark, but it's like, it's warm and it draws you in. Hey, this option solves all your other problems. You want a problem? This, this is, it. it's like not Jesus. Basically like Jesus, Jesus for me, Jesus is the answer. Yeah. And then like suicide is a solution, but it's not like it had to, like it, like that's what the bad thoughts are saying. That's what the the the, the malicious, the evil. It's this is the answer. This is, come in, come in. It's just like yo, just relax, and it's it's all over. When I was going through it, I never really looked at it like that. I wasn't. I feel like I was more naive than that at the time. Like yeah, I didn't really like. I was. I just thought about it as suicide. I was like, man, I'm sad. Like I don't want to feel the. It was to me. It's just like it was a selfish thing. Like I didn't want to feel it anymore. So I was like. Like, fuck it. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'd rather not feel this pain. I'd rather not be here. It'll feel better if I didn't have to go through the thing. And I totally get, like, those urges that you get. Like, I get, like, I, that's just a different way of interpreting the way I felt. But, like, just these urges that you get, it was just, like, telling you in your head, like, yo, like, it's bet. Like, and it's kind of just, it's just, like, low energy, low frequency just eating off you, telling you to, in my opinion, to tell you that, like you said, Jesus and stuff like that. I believe in energy and frequencies and stuff. I'm a hipster, you know what I mean? But <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, it's just, like it's a bit like touchy. Like I said, it's not it's not a good place to be. But at the end of the day, there there are resources out there, hotlines. Logic got that one song. I forgot what it's called. One eight hundred something. <laughs> Shout out Logic for making that song, even though I don't like Logic. Oh, that's that's a good thing too. Cause I'm gonna yeah, it's. Like, the, the stuff at the time, like, we would both say that, like, I would say that, like, through the, I would never undo any decision. I would never undo anything, not one thing, because all all that adversity, it condensed me into the, it condensed the coal that I was into the diamond that I am now. So like that period. Pressure was pressure make at the end of the day makes diamonds. Yeah, like how do we like for me personally? Had I not gone through all that stuff, I wouldn't be able to like I wouldn't be able to say it right now. I wouldn't be able to be talk to you right now to say these things that happened to me because I know everyone feels feels about it, and not everyone talks about it. And it's all about like getting getting help. And like when people be like, oh yeah, get help. Yeah, yeah, they like it all seems so distant. But like you gotta you gotta find someone. Yeah, for sure. And like there's always somebody that you can reach out for. Like you let them know how you feel. Like tell like what if you don't what if you don't have anyone? What if there's no access? Call somebody. Go to the hot. Like even I'm gonna get like I'm this. We're gonna wrap this up here in a in a little bit here. I'm not gonna get into too much. But when I was going through these suicidal thoughts, I checked myself into a hospital to like because I was scared of what I was going to do to myself. And I went to my local hospital and told them what was going on. It was kind of like embarrassing and stuff, but at the end of the day, it needed to be done. They kind of helped me out. I talked to somebody for like an hour and it was completely free. I didn't, I didn't even have insurance at the time. It didn't, they didn't charge me for anything really. I don't think it was just like, I'm like, they evaluated me mentally. Like I was okay to go out then. But after that experience of talking to somebody, it did like when I walked out of there, I did feel a little bit better. It like, I was like, it was it was okay. It could have been better, but also there's just outreach programs out there in your in your local vicinities. Like there's there's facilities that you can go to and talk to somebody, counselings, like local things, like ask, call around, like find a, to, find a mentor, pub, find your somebody, public, your public library, yeah. anybody you can get a re- resource. Even at the end of the day, if it's really severe, call nine one one if you really need to. Like if you need them, to, it... and and let them know what exactly the situation is. As I know, it'll be hard to explain some things like that, but if you have to do go to like the medical side of it because it's that severe then you have to like i was i I, it was that severe for me that i had to 
go to the medical side of it and it did help me out a little bit and on that path that's what started to get me back on course getting help little by little letting people know how I was feeling and just little things adding up the more and more that I gave back into the universe and trying for myself the more and more it gave back to me to to, to help myself it the, the more like the, when you when there's effort what hard work always pays off when there's effort out you put your effort out there you'll get a little bit and I know it'll be hard at the time but like Wesley said, it has to be done. Like you have at the end of the day, it's not worth it. Some somebody at the end of the day loves you. I promise. Whether it's your mom, your dad, or if if you're somebody like Wesley, God, yeah. God will love you. Like yeah. in my in my opinion, everybody like I like <laughs> I, I and if, if you don't believe in God, I love you. This guy right here, Chris, <laughs> loves you. The, a guy that you don't even know yeah. from a random place in the United States. Like I love like as a human being, I love every single human because everybody deserves a shot. So at the end of the day, just just have hope and faith, and things will get better. Because like the, at dark times, things do get bad, but there always has to be positivity. And there, there's always positive. light. It's it's yeah. it's dark at the and like I want to just reiterate that too. It's like you never you never ever see you don't see the future. You don't know what's gonna happen in the future. You've been through the past and you're in the present, but like the future is where you're going, and the present is what you live now. And even if it's a dark time, there's always gonna be light. And that light gets the bright. The, the the more darkness you go through, the the more light you're gonna get. You're gonna get slapped with, and it's gonna be It's gonna be an awesome cloud slap of awesomeness. And right now, I can speak for my life. My life is better than it's ever been. I am so happy. I am so carefree. Me personally, Whistle is loved by God. I'm lo like I'm just like loving the bunch, and then I'm happy. Like I don't have any problems. I don't have any worries. I'm me in my position right now. I'm on the trajectory where I wanted to go. Everything everything is good. And a lot. That's all because there was a timeline. I went through all of it. I grew. I was chiseled, and now, and I'm here now. About to be a sculpture. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, what same, about you? Like, same, yeah, same here. I'm, I'm pretty happy and positive. There's still some humps I still have to get over to get my life back on track for sure, the way that I want it to be. So like, it's up to like, I, in my opinion, it's up to me at the end of the day. Forty decisions now I have to make, but I'm in a great place, mentally and uh, physically and emotionally, pretty much. Like I'm at a good mental state way better than i was four three four years ago it's it's been pretty positive like like just living life now living day by day taking that's why we made this podcast too. Yeah. We're, at, we're at better places in our lives and together we can come from this adversity as one to make this podcast to show to tell the world like how how like to give you some knowledge and 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 some some power oh one more knowledge thing. is power we're, we're, we're like uh we're like a uh uh, for, we're like some of them churches where the pastors are like, oh, I'm done, I'm done, just five more minutes, and then they go for twenty minutes. And you're like, ah, oh, no. <laughs> uh, survival. But yeah, whether you are a Christian like Wesley, God loves you, or whether you're you believe in yeah everything like me, I believe in dimensions, parallel universes, <laughs> God, Jesus, Buddha, everything you can ever think of, I probably believe in. It's like it's a free free world to me. So at the end of the day somebody loves you that's mm -hmm. all i gotta say and don't don't be in survival mode because that that's how like i feel like that like yeah. that was one of the things it was like i was surviving i wasn't living yeah and that's where like it kind of that's the emotions making you make bad decisions and that's where things start to go bad because you're just like what's he said in survival mode and making these decisions off of off of uh, pretty much animal instincts not really like like knowledge or being neutral in the situation and thinking about the consequences or positives that's going to happen in that situation. Yeah. Life is good right now. It's fantastic. Uh, life is awesome. And you should always want to keep pressing forward. And you got it. You got it, Holmes. Uh, this is AL Podcast.
This is Christian. This is Leslie. Uh, if you need help, if you need help, man, like or man, woman, gender, whatever, it's like yeah. whatever you identify Anything. as. You're a lion. Like on this planet Colorado. Earth, someone God, I, God loves you. There's always someone out there to help you. So it's a zero sum game. Get help. Get help. Find someone. Find something. And uh, don't be wickety whack. Peace.